following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together for another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in our great land. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. If you want to find the station close to you or where you'll be traveling, vacationing, just go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this broadcast, Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, an update on fall sports championships, districts, regionals. High school football playoffs begin on Friday all across Michigan. Mark will give us the latest here within a half hour. Also the voice of the Pistons. Man, they got to play some defense. You know, Kate has to be a two-way player both ends of the floor. He's not looking like a franchise player. I think Ivy has a chance to be a franchise player or Duran more than Cade. I do. I think Cade could score 17, 18 a game, but it's just the takeover ability. That's rare. So we'll talk Pistons and Michigan State football. King George Blaha is also voice of the Spartans. 21 and a half point underdogs on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board for Sunday. Well, actually, it'll be Saturday night on Sunday. You probably could cash your bet close to Sunday at midnight. I was on X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino, Ryan, and Dan and the crew this morning. I jumped on. I heard them talking about the game. I'm thinking 34-17 Michigan. Nothing would surprise me outside. It would shock me if Michigan State won the game. But Michigan would have to give them the short field three times, you know, a block punt or muff punt. That's coming to play in previous rivalry matchups. So we'll talk about the game with King George Blaha. John Vanderwall is going to check in in studio. One of the best swings MLB bench players, role players have ever seen. Out of Hudsonville, Michigan. Calls Grand Rapids home for our listeners on 96.1 The Game. He'll join us. Now, he was inside the Tigers minor league system, and he got a job by Al Avila and his henchmen. So he's very happy with the changes going on in the hierarchy in the minor league system when it comes to coaches, scouts, and directors. So John Vanderwall will be in studio later, and also Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, will check in. 
In watching the Pistons, and the Wings really had their first dog game of the year. Looking at the Lions underachieving. Pro Football Focus, I think it was, or Pro Football Talk, posted their NFL Power Poll. I saw it yesterday, and I shared it on our social networks. Lions dead last. Dead last. I, I just posted no words. I mean, dead last. Man, I, we discussed this yesterday. From where they were with a double-digit lead in the second half in Minnesota to now the worst team in the NFL. Man. I Dan Campbell will show if he's a true NFL head coach, if he can dig this team out of this mess, which he's partly responsible for. Right? He's partly responsible for it. It's crazy. It really is. I mean, it is. I, I, I'm not speechless too often, but when I look at the Lions, at 32 out of 32 teams in the NFL, and the energy that was there at Ford Field for those first two games, the way this team played with a swagger on the road at Minnesota, I know I keep harping on it, but I'm like, and now they're the worst team in the NFL. Golf doesn't look confident. The offense has gone south the last couple of games. I don't know what to expect Sunday against the Dolphins. On a positive note, if you want to have a good time before the game, I will be at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's, just a block from Ford Field. They have DJs, bands, all the beverages, food. I'll be there around 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. So stop out and say hello, hang out before the Lions game in Tin Roof in downtown Detroit, your game day headquarters for the Pistons, Wings, Lions, and your Tigers. I'll be curious how the crowd responds. That's why I love to sit in the stands for the Lions home games, Tigers games, Pistons, Wings, because you get a true feel of what the people are feeling. So I'm going to sit in the stands and try and gauge what's going down. Now, in watching the Wings and the Pistons and the Tigers underachieve and the Lions look like they were the team that was ready to go next level, who has impressed you the most? Because this is a tough question. Who has impressed you the most from the Detroit pro sports teams where we sit today? That's a a tough question. I would think that even with the ugly loss last night to Jersey, that the wings would be that choice, right? I would think it would be the wings. It looked like it was the Lions after two games and after... Three quarters in Minneapolis. They're free fall and how quick that's happened. Wow. And we're not even to the halfway point of the season. Some kept talking about how that bye week was good for them. I disagree. I think they needed to play and get it out of their system. Yeah, so who's who, who has impressed you the most? Tigers were... Colossal underachievers from what everybody was expecting after last offseason. 
I think it's almost a, Pistons. They have young talent. But, man, I have some questions about Casey as their coach and the ability of players who get minutes to play defense. And that includes Bay and Cunningham. I love Stewart. I love Duran. I love Ivy. Uh, there's there's not a lot of other guys. You know, Isaiah Livers, I get the Michigan connection, but I don't think he's a top seven rotation guy in the NBA or will be. That's just my opinion. But I understand he's a Michigan guy, so there's a different mindset for those who watch the Pistons who also are Michigan or Big Ten fans. I think Ivy can be like Ja Morant. I really do. I think that guy can be an NBA all-star for years to come. Same thing with Duran, who's so young. I, you start to see the athleticism separate, and we'll talk to King George Blaha about this in an hour. You can see the athletes. See, the Lions are full of good guys, and you can see when Swift's on the field that he's a game changer. Hawkinson, when they throw him the ball, and like they did against Seattle, when he had one of the best games a tight end has ever had, he's a game changer. You understand where I'm coming from? That you need, and I now with Williams, there's no reason to play him this year. There is flat out no reason to play him. Uh, unless you go on a run where you win four or five in a row. You let his knee heal, get stronger, and, and you don't risk it. So I'm just asking you, the audience. It's our Bud Light huge question of the day. The, I, I think this is one of the tougher questions because the Wings didn't play well to end last year. They've started strong. And they had a nice start last year, if you remember. So who's impressed me the most? It probably would be Stevie Y and the job he's done in rebuilding this roster and their start outside of the game last night against Jersey. So between the Pistons, Lions, Tigers, and the Wings, what team based in Detroit are you the most infatuated with in terms of impressing you? One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the huge text chain. Text the word huge to twenty one thousand. That's the word huge out of two one zero zero zero. Let's go to Dwayne in Bay City. Thanks for the wait. Listening on one hundred point nine FM. You're on the huge show across Michigan. Big, huge, you you worth the wait. Um, I will wait two hours just to get on. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, first of all, I just want to do a el- quick elimination of what you just said. Okay, first of all, with the Pistons, I'm just going to X them off because Casey, is he might be a good person, but I think – you know, we're giving this guy too many passes. I think it's time for Casey to move on because, I mean, he doesn't preach defense. I mean, this team plays with no defense. And why is Killian Hayes even still out there playing? I mean, he was a worse, the he was a waste of a seventh 
uh, overall pick. I mean, why is Killian Hayes still out there? I mean, it's, he he doesn't give them nothing. And then as far as with the Lions go, the Lions, I mean, I think Dave Campbell should get be given as much time as uh, Rule was given. I mean, they let him go after not even two seasons. I mean, we've seen this movie before, and I have no confidence in Dave Campbell at all. And then the Tigers, I'm I'm gonna hold off and think there's hope because of the new guy we just hired that took over Avila. So there's still hope for the Tigers. And then as far as the Red Wings, I'm going to go with the Red Wings because even though it's early, I have hope for the Red Wings, especially over the Pistons. Casey has to go. And I know you agree with me. Casey, he's been there, what, five or six years? Where have we went? Nowhere. I mean, I think Gores likes good guys, but good guys don't win you games. So I'm going to go with the Red Wings, and I love you guys, man. Thank you so much for giving us this show. All right, thank you, Dwayne and Bay City, listening on 100.9 FM. Now, the more I think about our Bud Light, huge question of the day, the easier it is to say it's the Wings. But, and I, you know what's funny, is I came up with this question before their game last night, for tomorrow, and then I watch them, I'm like, I can't do that question now. In or, if I did an order, and, and that might be interesting if you want to join in when 866-838-4843. That's one 866 huge Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now will call Van Andel Arena home. And their first home game at the Van will be on Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets now for that game and all games at... Ticketmaster.com, all the Ticketmaster outlets in the Van Andel Arena box office. And I got to talk to Rich McKeegan, Superfly. I got to get our tickets for Mr. Burr, one of the great comedians. Bill Burr, November 3rd, a week before the gold home opener at Van Andel Arena. So he's playing the big arenas now. And downtown GR, those tickets available also at the usual Ticketmaster outlets. So one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight. Huge. So if I went in order on who's impressed me the most, wings at the top. <laughs> who's two? Who's two? How about if I do one and then D one two and three? I get, if I went in order on who's impressed me the most in two thousand and twenty two. Wings, the Lions did for two and a half games. Pistons, I have a lot of issues about their lack of defense. Well, Golden State doesn't play any defense wrong. They'll they'll go into a Phoenix game last night and score like 230 points. But come playoff time, they can play some defense. So in order... Who's impressed me the most? Detroit Pro Sports teams in 2022. Wings? Tigers? I I don't have a second choice. I flat out don't have a second choice. I think you can push all three to the side. You really can't. You want to join in one 866 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in 
on that huge text chain, text word huge to 21,000. So conversation on Michigan, Michigan State coming up. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. A look ahead to the boys' high school football playoffs that begin this weekend across the state. you got girls' districts happening in volleyball. you got regional action going on in boys' soccer. you got cross-country, golf, a lot happening all around Michigan at your local high school. Plus, I want to ask Mark, what are the next sports being added? Now, because he talked about it last summer, hey, we got to get through the pandemic uh, are, we've been locked in, and rightfully so, on everything connected there. And I've heard the push for boys' volleyball in the spring, because the gyms would be open, right, at high schools, and girls' flag football possibly in the fall. Or I think was the other one girls' hockey? That might have been, but you need a minimum number of teams to be able to do it. So we'll talk to Mark about that. Coming up in a few moments, you have a high school sports question. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job. Because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home, and sporting goods is tripping you up, shop Meyer, where one trip saves you lots of trips. Plus, save just for making the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off every gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or use home delivery and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer, where all you need is just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. As we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. High school football action on the playoff brackets begins in all classes and divisions. Coming up this Friday. My son's team, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. The Hawks will take on Hudsonville Unity Christian. Incredible program out in Hudsonville. And also I give Coach Swander a lot of credit for the culture he's building at Grand Rapids Forest Hills East. Turning my sophomore son has had an unbelievable year playing both ways, but it's been physically and mentally demanding. Those are the things that as parents, we can't do with our kids mentally demand them to do something because kids just tune us out. But they'll listen to coaches, they'll listen to captains, teammates when they're getting their butts kicked or when they're kicking butt, when they're playing with a little pain, when they're sky high and everything's going right, the bus ride, the locker room, when they're singing afterwards or a locker room where they know they just got to hand it to them. And how do you bounce back? How do you learn from it? Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern has a young team, I think upwards of 10 sophomores, six who start, 10 who are heavy minutes. So it's been a learning lesson when you roll up against Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Cedar Springs, and South Christian last Friday night. And I'm telling you, I've done high school football, Oklahoma, Texas, Illinois, Chicago area, Austin, Dallas, Tulsa, Oklahoma City. I know I sound like a Huey Lewis in the news song. South Christian's offensive and defensive lines. Grand Rapids, South Christian. Pretty much they just flip from defensive line to offensive line. The biggest and strongest and agile and athletic and physical I've ever seen at the high school level. Ever. And my son had to go up against him the entire night. And you talk about just a war. But they did it with class. Those guys would hit each other. They'd get up, help each other up. You saw the sportsmanship? Scoreboard... You witness 49-22, but South Christian, I think, in most polls, they're number one in D4. And I called it last year when I saw my son Ace and Nathaniel Nowicki. They were together in alignment camp that Whitney Bell and Dave Brandt, the former Wolverine, put on out in Caledonia. And it was an eight-session camp. And that's when I said, you know what, my son has a, a shot to really contribute even more as a sophomore. But I also saw the Caledonia and Grand Rapids South Christian lines, and I'm like, whoa. I don't think South Christian's going to lose a game. Stud quarterback, stud receivers, everybody at Grand Rapids South Christian. You have to be 6'3 to go to school there. It is like they, they measure you like Cedar Point. <laughs> you come in, welcome to Grand Rapids South Christian. Oh, you know what? You're not going to be able to go to the big school. You can, you can go to a little school across the street. <laughs> Mark Gill, executive director. And by the way, I, I want to—I I love David Cool, the AD there. They don't have height requirements to go to South Christian. I was joking around. I don't want people coming after me. It's not like people would take something serious, I said. 
Uh, Mark Ewell is totally disconnected from that portion of the conversation. Executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, standing in at about six to himself. Uh, he joins us. Did you go to Caledonia or Middleville? I did go to Caledonia. And uh, hey, thanks for giving my brother-in-law Whitney Bell a shout out. That's uh, your brother-in-law. Uh, I didn't know that. Whitney, yeah, played uh, was a. D2 All-American at Ferris, uh, ended up playing professional football for about six years, won a, uh, a ring uh, in the Canadian Football League, was uh, with the BC Lions, was a D-lineman, and now Whitney is uh, living, and uh, he's the varsity defensive coordinator in Caledonia, so always uh, good to give Whitney a little love. Yeah, and uh, uh, he needs a hug right now after what Rockford did on the road to Caledonia last week, went up 31 nothing, tight game at halftime, two of the best teams in the state. And yeah, you can just feel it when the regular season was ending last Friday night that it's playoff time. Mark, it's the best time of the year when it comes uh, to high school football. The matchups are all set. The uh, drive to Detroit, the road to Ford Field uh, is ready to go. Uh, Anything unique or different as we're now, at least for the time being, looking at the pandemic in the rearview mirror when you look at rolling into the 2022 Michigan high school football playoff schedule? No, this fall has is, is really been great. You know, it, it feels as normal as anything has in uh, 34 months. Um, you know, we've already got tennis and golf done. We've already awarded those state championships. Uh, soccer district started last week. Uh, cross-country regionals are this weekend. Volleyball starts next week. And like you said, this is the opening weekend of the football playoffs. And, and uh, no, it, it's been good to not only see kids back playing, but in front of uh, full stands with marching bands and cheerleaders and all of those groups that are you know connected to the Friday night lights in so many of our communities. Um, it's really just been great to be back and excited about the field. You know, this is our second year in a row of using the strength of schedule formula uh, to get teams into the playoffs. It, it's no longer, you know, simply getting six wins and you're in because, uh, you know, the belief was that some schools were, were trying to go out and fill their schedules with, uh, you know, as many weak opponents as they could find just to get to that six wins and you're in. So there's more of an incentive now to, to schedule tougher um, and I think we're seeing uh, some of the fruits of that and uh, should be a great uh, five-week tournament. I've heard a lot of buzz about three-win teams getting in, uh, that there should be a minimum win total for the playoffs. I know you're going by a point system, which is open to every team uh, in every division in the state. Uh, how do you feel, Mark, when you see three-win teams, uh, teams finishing three and six making the playoffs? Well, you know, in its face, you can see that and have some heartburn. But then if you dig a little bit deeper and you see the quality of the league that team was in and you see the quality of those wins and then especially you see the quality of some of those losses, um, you know, under the old system, you could say, well, you know, a, 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 I saw a team that won six games but played in a in a in a fairly weak conference and, and you know, saw them play the first round of the playoffs and that wasn't a postseason looking football team. So, you know, when we were under the old system, just going straight by record, you know, we got some feedback that, you know, a record, um, you know, doesn't tell the whole story. It doesn't tell the quality of, of your schedule and your opponents. And now what we've done is, is really through the formulas, we've put that focus 
um, on the quality of your schedule, and some are saying, well, you know, shouldn't shouldn't the overall record uh, matter a little bit more? So that's something our staff looks at every single year. We sit down and talk with uh, the Michigan Football Coaches Association. That's our statewide group of football coaches, and we always get good feedback from that group, and our athletic directors are part of that conversation as well. So, uh, you know, when we made the move to strength the schedule, um, because scheduling happens often years in advance, we had to give this at least um, a two-year cycle to see if regular season scheduling has become easier for schools, and I'm really looking forward to the conversations that will take place here uh, in December and January. And for the rest of uh, the fall sports beyond uh, high school football playoffs that will end at Ford Field, any other venue changes, anything going on for parents, coaches, students, and players listening across the state? No, no venue changes. And, uh, you know, we're excited that at all of our venues, uh, we're back to, to full capacity, you know, and the fall of, uh, of 2020, we were at cross-country finals at MIS. You know, you want to talk, Bill, about a facility that spread out over a handful of miles, and we still could only sell two tickets per participant um, in that first really weird year at uh, MIS as we were coming out of COVID. So, no, if, if there's a one of the most unique events that we have during the entire year is our cross-country championships. Um, it's eight races, uh, the four girls races, the four boys races in each of the four divisions. Uh, we do it at MIS because there's a ton of parking. The kids actually start in the infield of the NASCAR track. They shoot out um, kind of out, outside the gates there by turn two. The kids kind of run the back 40, and then they come back into uh, the track uh, itself uh, at turn three, and the kids literally, the finish line is positioned right at the NASCAR finish line on the grass, kind of on the apron of the infield, and there's, again, plenty of indoor buildings if the weather is bad. It, uh, it is literally one of the most unique events um, that we have during the year, and excited about all our fall championships, and just hope we get some great weather down at MIS a uh, week from Saturday. Are those cross-country kids uh, going three wide around turn two and turn three? <laughs> <laughs> scraping, scraping paint and bumping yeah, bumpers. Yeah, uh, there you go. It, uh, but, but what's really cool, though, Bill, at MIS is, you know, cross-country during the regular season, it's a lot of smaller races, and, and I'm telling you, it truly is a spectacle. We have 10,000 spectators that are spread all over the grounds during the day, and with all those athletes competing, it's a really unique way for our cross-country athletes um, to finish up their season and for a lot of kids to finish up their career. Yeah, and what because cross-country is usually run, you know, around a school, out in the middle of, uh, you know, a golf course or a field, basically, and to have a venue like that to end it is pretty cool. And then, before you know it, we'll be into winter sports practices and winter sports uh, and you talked about your executive council and who you lean on and changes and everything. And I know we've had a couple of conversations and I get people ask me all the time because I hear you on the show. Uh, what's next on the addition sports? What are in the conversation? I know we've discussed boys volleyball. I think you've mentioned uh, girls hockey. Uh, flag football was thrown out based on what they're doing in the South, but they have a different weather setup than we do here in Michigan. Uh, any conversations about the ad- additional sports being added to Michigan high schools. 
So we actually do a survey that goes to all of our schools, and it's called the the Future Sport Interest Survey. We do that on a regular rotating basis to where that's a time where we check in to see what sports our schools are sponsoring. And then we also kind of give them a list of different activities for both girls and boys about uh, emerging sports or new sports. Um, you know, certainly this was where the process started when we added the division of girls wrestling to our individual tournament, which uh, we did last March, which was just a smashing success. And so we'll see what kind of feedback we get through that survey. You know, you and I have talked before about, you know, interest in water polo for both boys and girls. For a boys sport, you know, certainly uh, volleyball comes up. And on the girls' side, there's a a small but growing uh, ice hockey community in our state. So um, that's certainly going to be kind of on one side of the coin. And then the thing that we're also hearing from our membership is really coming out of COVID is we need to make sure that we're doing everything possible to support and help our current sports to grow as well. You know, COVID was really tough on some sports in terms of participation numbers and the number of kids coming out. And, you know, now that uh, we're we're hopefully in that post-pandemic world, we've really got to look at our current numbers and our existing sports and say, okay, are we doing everything we can to help sports like like softball? Are we doing everything we can to help our skiers during the winter where we're seeing fewer schools sponsoring it? You know, uh, the number of schools that right now have gymnastics are really struggling just because you need a big facility and all of the equipment that comes with having a gymnastics program is very, very expensive. And so there's certainly the, the look forward to what might be some future opportunities, but you can't forget about uh, being able to support and continue to grow uh, what you've got currently, too. I'm telling you, after reading about what Georgia uh, was doing with their flag football and the numbers increasing and watching powder puff games and the intensity between the juniors and seniors and the girls and how athletic they are, I still think uh, there's a spot for girls flag football, and I don't think it would take away from other sports because girls could double up uh, in that season, which I I think would be uh, the fall, you know, play on a Monday night or something. I, I do think the girls' flag football uh, would be a hot ticket at high schools. Easy to do, not you know, no equipment cost. Uh, scheduling could be uh, kept local, and then you have a state tournament. Yeah, and, and I'm really envious of you know you mentioned it, Bill, in the opening of my southern colleagues because a lot of the southern states do offer that and they do it in the winter because obviously you've got you know you're, you're not limited by winter you've got you know your football stadiums which have finished up in the fall can now be used for winter activity and flag football is a great fit fit there you know our challenge is it would obviously here need to be either a fall sport or a spring sport. And, you know, you, you don't want to undermine what your current numbers are in both the fall and the spring. And, yeah, I get the fact that, that could kids do that on the dual sport basis. Um, again, conversations we just need to have with our schools. But certainly the, you know, we are, uh, you know, no longer is baseball the American pastime. I believe that we are a, a football country. And you look at TV ratings at the NFL level and the college level and, um, certainly that thirst and appetite for football is, is there, and we just need to be a very open-minded and creative about uh, future opportunities that may come about. Mark Hill, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. High school football playoff season is here for the boys beginning on Friday night. Stop out and see your local team play, and once they're eliminated, support other teams. Get out and see the great players. That's the best thing about high school playoff football. You get a chance to see teams 
you normally can't once your team is eliminated and support girls volleyball in their districts and the boys uh, soccer and cross country and more. Uh, Mark, well done. Good to hear your voice. And it was great to meet your dad on Monday at Railside Golf Club. A really nice gentleman came up. We were scrambling with a internet connection issue. And I said, hey, I, I just can't talk right now. And he sat down for the first hour when we were sitting there. And then I had to jump back on the highway to downtown Grand Rapids to 96 won the game, our flagship station studios. And before I left, um, he he introduces himself and he says, I'm Mark Ewell's father. And I go, oh, you live in Caledonia, right? He goes, yeah. And then he goes, you know, I'm going to the Michigan game uh, with my son or grandson, Grant, who has a bye week and your son's in the Air Force or at the Air Force Academy. And, you know, I look down and you're, Father had a pen of Grant, and it was awesome. And he was such a gentle, nice guy. And I said, you know what? You're going to have to come in studio with Mark. I think he's coming in a week from today to catch up on other things, and we'll get you in studio. So I said, uh, I'll connect with Mark, and we'll make it happen. So that always a small world in West Michigan. million people in the area, and everybody knows everybody. You ain't kidding. Yep, my dad, Jim, nicest guy in the world. A Michigan season ticket holder since the early 70s. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, rooting hard for his Wolverine Saturday night, that's for sure. All right, Mark, a wonderful conversation. Enjoy opening week of high school football playoffs. Thanks, Bill. See ya. All right, Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, checking in on the Meyer guests. I know Meyer proud to support hundreds. I think it would be hundreds of high schools uh, throughout Michigan and the Midwest, wherever they are part of those local communities. You want to join in on the conversation? Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. In 2022, what Detroit pro sports team has impressed you the most? I might have to go Detroit FC in soccer. They got to the quarterfinals of the USL, which is a step down from MLS. Seriously. Wings have. I, I'll say the wings start. Hopefully last night, is just a wall game, and it's not the start of something bad. I'll go wings, but I can't figure out who I'd put second between the Lions, Pistons, and Tigers. You can join in one 866 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game from tons of bet types, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, or the over in points. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to $25 back if you miss one leg. Visit MGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What pro Detroit sports team has impressed you the most in 2022? It's a tough question. Harder than you think. We'll also have a Michigan-Michigan State preview within the hour with Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. We'll talk Spartan football and the Pistons with King George Blaha here in about 15 minutes. And John Vanderwall, former major leaguer with the Padres, Yankees, and Giants out of Hudsonville, Michigan, on the west side of the state. He'll be in studio before the end of the broadcast talking about the World Series and the Tigers' front office cleaning house. Let's go to Bruce in Grand Rapids listening on 96 1 The Game. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. How you doing? Hey, Bruce. You're talking, you're talking about sports that I think the high school needs to adapt, adapt to or get into is Cornhole. Cornhole. Got Adrian, College, Adrian College is already adapted. They what? have their Cornhole team already in Adrian College. The colleges are already going into it. Yeah, I think pickleball, wa- watch for pickleball the way it's growing to come soon, too. We have a in West Michigan here. We have the junior world champions, Jaden Ellis, um, who goes to Granville High School, is fourteen years old. Him and his partner Evan Benas are the junior world champions right here in West Michigan. That's awesome, Bruce. And Jayden, thank, go ahead. Jaden is one of the best. Jaden is one of the best in the world. We've all seen it on ESPN and Mark Richards, who is the number one player in the world. He has taken him down. He's beaten him. He's fourteen years old. We have so many juniors that are playing at this level. It's unreal. And to see it, we have kids that one kid has a brain thing where he can't play physical sports because he has a brain injury. But he can play cornhole. That's awesome, man. Um, 
You know, you know um, well, well, you know, Bruce, and thanks for the call. There are those cornhole. I know esports has been talked about at the high school level. I just I don't know if you can put kids on and you know, the games they play. You can't have in high schools. Okay, I know that. But pickleball, uh, things that would open up the teen concept, uh, like cornhole, to kids who you know aren't big and athletic for football or some of the major sports. I, I love the idea, you know, to ha- and find that that pickleball's grown. They just got to change the name. They really do. Uh, they they do. If they want to grow, you got to change the name. It, it's a cool sport. I, I know a lot of people have gotten into it, but yeah, I, I play pickleball. Really, you play pickleball? I got to change the name. Seriously, I, I think I'm going to try and play it next year. You don't have to run around as much as tennis, and the guys go drink afterwards. My kind of sport. If you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. You can listen live weekdays at 3 anywhere in America. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Big. Bad. Huge.